Take exit 70A off the New Jersey Turnpike towards Hackensack, and a smiling cartoon pig in a cowboy hat will direct you to Cubby's Barbecue. A barbecue baby back ribs, pulled pork, uh, grilled chicken, great black Angus steaks. Owned by high school dropout and former lawn boy to a New Jersey mob boss, Bobby Egan. Hi, I'm Bob Egan from Cubby's Barbecue Restaurant here in northern New Jersey, about 10 miles as the crow flies from the UN mission in New York. Cubby's, it turns out, is a popular hangout for UN delegations. And Bobby is friendly with just about everyone. It was a leisurely place that the diplomats from the UN can come to at nighttime and on the weekends bring their families and have a little barbecue. A lot of times we had Vietnamese, Iraqi, North Korean officials. One day Bobby gets a phone call from the North Korean delegation. They say they want to develop a relationship with Bobby. They want him to be their guy, like their pal. And Bobby thinks this is kind of cool. There's only one problem. We're at war with North Korea. Technically, we have, I think, 40,000 troops locked and loaded, pointing guns at North Korea. It's just the truth right now. There's not, there hasn't been an end to the Korean War. States like these constitute an axis of evil. But Bobby goes for it anyway. You know, I befriended them. And the, one of the first things we did, we had a barbecue at my dad's house. When I approached my father, he said, you want to have a relationship with a North Korean communist bastard? And I said, Dad, these are good people. He goes, I fought those people. I said, listen to me, that was 50 years ago, okay? They have more and more barbecues. And Bobby becomes particularly close with one Ambassador Han. Well, Mr. Han and I became brothers. We were the same age. We both had two daughters. Han and I were the first ones that were granted permission by his central government to develop a close and personal relationship. What do guys do? We eat, we hunt, we fish, we occasionally womanize. You know, just regular knock-around guys. Right, but these regular knock-around guys also happen to be building a secret nuclear arsenal. They're classified as the evil empire, and we don't officially talk to the evil empire. If they were that desperate, they tried every other avenue, diplomatic, back-channel, business, every other avenue to work with this country, and everybody turned them down. So I was maybe the last option, but I was the only option. U.S. intelligence quickly picks up on Bobby's relationship with Han. A guy in a suit shows up at Cubby's to have a little sit-down with Bobby. Turns out, not only does Ambassador Han need him, so does his country. So they come up with an arrangement. I'm not a government official, but I certainly at the time was a government asset. I can do things that government officials can't do because I don't have to play by the rules, okay? You know, and and I'm going to be quite frank. If I wanted out to go out and have a little fun and want to relax, whether he's in a massage parlor or in a poker game, what difference does it make? If I can gain his trust a little bit more, I did it, as long as it didn't hurt anybody. The thing is, he's not a trained spy. He's not really a spy at all. He's a restaurant owner from Hackensack. There is no mission. So when Ambassador Han invites him to visit North Korea, the restaurant owner sees real hunger for the first time, and he's touched. Then I seen the plight of the Koreans. I got out of myself, I got out of America, and then I started to understand how the Korean people have suffered for the last 50 years, how many millions of people are dying every year. And then back in Jersey, Ambassador Han asks Bobby for a favor. 
a pretty big favor. You know, he had called me and said there was a flood, and I and he says, I need you to aid the Korean people. And I said, Mr. Ambassador, I can't even pay my damn meat bill here. I said, how the hell am I going to help your country? But Bobby knows people. He ends up generating millions of dollars worth of humanitarian aid to North Korea, our enemy. This could be the end of the story. A barbecue owner from Jersey befriends an enemy of the state and helps to save millions of lives. We're not aiding the enemy. Who we're aiding is maybe a million people a year that are starving over in North Korea. It's a pretty good story. Bobby's done his good deed. But then the U.S. government starts to panic about North Korea's nuclear capability. What happened was Bush was coming out and saying that the North Koreans weren't being cooperative. Bobby hears what sounds distinctly like a war drum coming from Washington, D.C. So I finally said, you know something, I think this Bush is setting up to go to war with you guys. So Bobby and Ambassador Han start talking. He begins passing messages from the North Korean delegation to the White House. And we talked four or five times a day, and there was all kinds of messages coming from Penyang, and I would pass them on to the president's national security advisor. They would come in, I'd be working the register. A lot of times I'd be up at the counter, back, back cooking on the grill. There's tapes of me talking to national security advisor, Jack Pritchard, and I'm taking an order at the restaurant. And you hear me saying, two all the way and uh, put a Frenchie with that. Bobby tells the White House that North Korea wants to negotiate. They wanted to start talking again. They wanted to set the dialogue up again. And Bush came out and he would say that the North Koreans don't want to talk. That the North Koreans, you know, aren't being cooperative. And I, I knew that wasn't true. Bobby gives some advice to Han. Make it clear that you're willing to negotiate. If the White House won't listen, make it clear to everyone else. Bobby calls a Cubbies regular, who happens to be a reporter at the New York Times. He arranges a meeting and gets a front-page story in which Ambassador Han announces to everyone that North Korea would like to open up talks. And soon after that article, we sat down and started having serious talks again. You know, there's a guy from North Jersey doesn't often have the opportunity to alter world affairs and possibly prevent a war. But I think that Ambassador Han and I at the time, I think we might have single-handedly altered the course of history. So over the years, Bobby Egan has become pretty famous. I've even been on NPR. And while these days he's focused on raising his daughters, his barbecue diplomacy is always on the back burner. And if the president needs me, give me a call. story was produced by Anna Sussman and Mark Ristich. If you want to hear more about Bobby Egan, and I know you do, check out our website at snapjudgment.org. We'll have a link to his book, Eating with the Enemy. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.